चैप्टर एटी वन डोंट पिक अप द फोन एवरी टाइम इट रिंग्स द टेलीफोन इज देयर फॉर योर कन्वीनियंस नॉट फॉर द कन्वीनियंस ऑफ योर कॉलर्स येट एज सुन एज वी हियर द फोन रिंग वी एक्ट एज इफ वी आर फायर फाइटर्स रशिंग टू आर फाइव अलार्म फायर we run to pick it up as if our life depended on the call being answered at once i have seen people interrupt quiet family dinners dedicated reading times and meditation periods to answer those seemingly urgent phone calls many of which turn out to be once that could have been taken later voicemail though not perfect is in many ways one of the great blessings of the modern age it frees you up to do the things you want to by allowing you to answer the calls when it suits you you no longer need to be interrupted by the ringing phone and can spend your time on life's more important pursuits the habit of picking up the phone every time it rings is a hard one to break as i know from personal experience it is so easy to run to it simply because we want to know who is calling us often picking up the ringing phone is just another way to put off doing something you don't really want to do but once you get good at letting it ring and staying focused on the activity at the hand whether it is reading a good book having a heart to heart conversation with your life partner or frolicking with your kids you will wonder what the hurry to pick up the phone was all about in the first place chapter 82 remember that recreation must involve recreation after a tiring day at work It is so easy to curl up on the couch and spend the next 3 or 4 hours of watching television. The irony is that if you like most people, you actually feel more fatigue after watching too much TV than you felt when you first sat down. Recreation is tremendously important. to balance the life but recreation must serve you to recreate you recreation must restore you and bring you back to life real recreation will fill you with a renewed sense of optimism and energy true recreation connects you to the highest and best within you
while rekindling your inner fire as plato noted my belief is not that the good body by any bodily excellence improves the soul but on the contrary that the good soul by her own excellence improves the body as far as this may be possible effective recreation then must involve some pursuit that suits your soul chapter 83 choose worthy opponents i read recently that after olympic athletes return home from the games some of them suffer from what psychologists call pod post olympic depression after being in the world spotlight and training for years to excel in competition the athletes who suffer from this affliction fall into a state of depression once they get back to their daily lives it seems that having achieved the pinnacle of success there is no higher target for them to aim for and so life loses its meaning a similar phenomena was experienced by the apollo astronauts who walked on the moon after achieving this they grew dejected at the realization that few things in life could match the excitement of traveling into space to maintain a healthy level of optimism and passion for life you must keep on setting higher and higher goals on attaining one goal whether it is a career goal or a personal one it is essential that quickly set the next one i call the process of setting progressively bigger more engaging goals choosing worthy opponents when i was practicing law i spent much of my time in court rooms representing the interest of my clients over the years that i argued these cases i always found i performed best when i appeared against my toughest opponents those bright highly prepared and exceptionally focused litigators forced me to get to the core issue before the judge and deliver my argument effectively the worthiest opponents compelled me to reach deep within myself and do even better than i had previously in the same way selecting a steady stream of compelling goals will liberate the fullness of your talents remember diamonds are created through steady pressure so make certain your goals are worthy of you make sure they are the kind of challenges 
that will force you to reach into your heart and bring out the best within you helping you grow in the process in the personal coaching sessions i conduct around the country many of the participants already have achieved what i would consider success in both their careers and lives they are highly respected influential and they enjoy what they do while leading balanced and fulfilling personal lives yet they join my programs because they know deep down that they can be more and that life holds greater rewards in store for them they understand that in order to truly manifest their human potential and leave a legacy that last they must keep raising the bar and holding themselves to a higher standard and because of that attitude of constant improvement life does send greater blessings their way chapter 84 sleepless thomas edison's life story is one worth reading about part visionary part gambler and part genius he was a brilliant inventor who made the best use of his time on the planet though he had only 6 months of formal schooling he had read such classic as the decline and the fall of the roman empire by the time he was 8 and invented the phonograph which captured the sound on records by the time he was 30 a master of positive thinking when someone asked him why during his last years when he was almost totally deaf he did not even invent a hearing aid he replied how much you have heard in the last 24 hours that you could not do within out he then added with a smile a man who has to shot can never tell a lie but what i remember that the most about this special man was his rare ability to thrive on only 4 hours of sleep sleep is like a drug he explained take too much a time and it makes us you doppy you lose time vitality and opportunities most of us sleep far more than we need to we say to ourselves that we must have at least 8 good hours of time under the covers in order to function at our best we cannot imagine getting by on less sleep and shudder at very thought yet as i wrote in an earlier lesson it is not the quantity of sleep that is more important What really counts is the quality 
and richness of your sleep just remember those times when everything your life was working you were thriving at the office fulfilled in your relationships and growing in your inner life you were overflowing with energy and passionate about every minute of your days if you are like most people you will also recall that during these times you could get by on less sleep as a matter of fact there was so much to be excited about that you did not want to waste time by oversleeping now reflect on those times of your life when things were not going so well your job was exhausting the people in your life were driving you crazy and you had no time for yourself during this time you probably sleep longer than usual perhaps you slept until 2 o'clock in the afternoon on saturday or sunday but how did you feel when you finally woke up crotchy uninspired and tired so it is not the number of hours of sleep that is key but rather than the amount of renewal your body receives strive for less time in bed but a richer deeper sleep understand that fatigue is often a mental creation that stems from doing things you do not like to do and remember few wise words the heights by great men reached and kept were not attended by sudden flight but they while their companions slept were tolling upward in the night chapter 85 have a family meal time one of the many great family traditions my wonderful mother created for us when i was growing up was having a family meal every day no matter what activities we had on the go my father my brother and i were duty bound to come home for a dinner where we could all reconnect and share our stories about the day that was drawing to a close my dad would often go around the dinner table and ask us to share one new thing we had learned or he would pull out a newspaper clipping he had tucked away in his shirt pocket and engage us in a lively discussion relating to the story the special tradition of a daily family meal brought our family closure and give me many happy memories it is a tradition 
I have not brought into my own family life. And one I hope my children will continue. Your family meal does not have to be a dinner. We live in busy times. We have endless personal commitments. Our children have saucer practices, piano lessons and ballet classes which might make it difficult to have a quiet meal in the early evening hours. Your family meal could take place over breakfast or lunch if you are scheduled always for it. It might even be a quick snack of meal and cookies at the very end of the day. The important thing is that you find some time every day to break bread with those you love most and consistently work at building a richer, more meaningful family life. Chapter 86 Become an Imposter Research has shown that the way you act influences the thoughts you think. If you look to the ground, slouch over and generally model yourself physically after a depressed person, you will eventually start to feel depressed. If on the other hand, you smile and laugh and stand upright with your head held high, you will soon find that you feel much better. Even thought you may not have been in a great mood to begin with. Using this information, you can start to fake it till you make it. In other words, you can pretend to be the kind of a person you wish to be. By consistently acting as a highly enthusiastic person, might or as a truly confident person would, you will eventually take on those personal attributes. The power of the act like that which you most wish to become Technique was demonstrated by a study at Stanford University in which a team of psychologists took a group of emotionally secure college students and randomly separated them into two groups within a simulated prison setting. The first group was instructed to act like prison guards while the second group was told to take on the characteristics of inmates. The behavior of the group members was affected so dramatically by this experiment that the psychologists were forced to end it only after six days. The inmates has become severely depressed, hysterical and suffered from crying bouts while the guards behave cruelly and uncaringly. As this study confirms, 
the act as if technique is a highly effective way to modify your behavior and transform yourself into the person you plan to be chapter 87 take a public speaking course as a professional speaker who specializes in leadership personal effectiveness and life improvement i have the privilege of appearing on programs that feature some of the world's top experts like brian tracy the real motivational speaker professor john cotter the respected business guru celebrities like actor christopher reeve and musicians superstars like jewel i give keynote address at about 75 major conferences a year and speak to large audience across north america in the caribbean and in asia yet very few people know that the greatest fear of my life was once public speaking while i was in a school i would avoid any opportunity to speak in front of people for fear of failure if a teacher asked me to give an oral report to the class or speak on a certain subject i would always find some excuse not to my fear of public speaking affected my confidence and prevented me from doing many of the things i knew in my heart i could do it was not until i took a, a public speaking course from the dale carnegie organization that i began to change and once i did a new world unfolded for me i have since discovered i was not alone in my fear it has been reported that most people fear speaking in front of an audience even more than death itself talking to a large group of people draws us out of the circle of security that we tend to live in and forces us to confront an entirely foreign experience but two things can dramatically reduce your fear of public speaking preparation and practice by taking a public speaking course that will prepare you for speaking before groups and offer you a regular forum to practice in front of a group you will soon manage your fear and eventually master it chapter 88 stop thinking tiny thoughts the british statesman once said nurture your mind with great thoughts 
for you will never go any higher than you think his words are profound and his point of wisdom is clear it is not what you are that is holding you back in life it is what you think you are not it is what is going on in your inner world that is preventing you from having all that you want and the moment you fully understand this insight and set about riding your mind of all its limiting thoughts you will see almost immediate improvements in your personal circumstances in my motivational seminars i tell my audience if you are not pursuing your dreams you are fueling your limitations my brother an internationally known eye surgeon once told me about a medical condition called emphloemia a condition that occurs when a patch is placed over a young child's healthy eye when the patch is removed the child has completely lost the sight of that once good eye covering the eye stunts its development and causes blindness many of us suffer from our own form of emphloemia we go through life with blinders over our eyes afraid to dream bigger dream and do the things we fear the result is always the same like the child with emphloemia we eventually lost our vision and spent the rest of our days within a very limited zone of movement too many people lead small lives too many of us die at 20 and are buried at 80 remember nothing can stop a person who refuses to be stopped most people don't really fail they simply give up trying and most of the limitations that hold you back from your dreams are self imposed so shed the shackles of tiny thinking have the bravery to dream big for a change and accept that failure is not an option for you it is not because things are difficult that we do not dare it is because we do not dare that they are difficult chapter 89 don't worry about things you cannot change time and again when i face a challenge in my own life god give us the grace to accept with seniority the things cannot be changed courage to change the things which should be changed and the wisdom to distinguish one from the other one business executive 
who went through an exercise i use in my leadership coaching programs found that 54% of his worries related to the things that would likely never happen 26% were about past actions that could not be changed 8% related to the opinions of people whose opinions really did not matter to him 4% concerned personal health issues that he had since resolved only 6% concerned real issues worthy of his attention by identifying and then letting to go of the worries he could do nothing about or that were a complete waste of his energy this man eliminated 94% of the problem that had affected him Chapter 90 Learn how to walk Nearly 10 years ago I received a package in the email from my father In it was a worn out old book that carried the following inscription on the inside front cover Dear Robin some time ago I picked up this book from a store that sells second hand books though the money paid for this book was nominal its net worth is tremendous i enjoyed reading it immensely and i will hope you will too soon love dad published in 1946 the book is called getting the most out of life and is one of the treasures in my library of wisdom literature and self lab books i have written to the short essays it contains on a wide range of life improvement important topics bearing titles such as wake up and live the business of living a long time and how to live on 24 hours a day many times over the years and have grown much from the lessons offered It is truly a priceless position. On a recent rainy day, I pulled out the book and flipped through the different chapters, stopping at the entitled How to Take a Walk. In it, author Alan Dew shares his insights on how one can get the best out of walking. First, he advises A walk should never have a specific purpose. Rather than having a destination, you should simply immerse yourself in the beauty of the walk itself. Second, you must never take your worries with you on the walk. Leave them at home. For if you don't, they will become even more deeply rooted in your mind. by the end of the walk and finally be fully aware train yourself to pay complete attention to the sights sound and smell 
Study the shape of the leaves on the trees. Observe the beauty of the clouds and the fragrance of the flowers. As he concludes, the world after all is not so undurable. When a person get a chance to look at it and smell it and feel it its texture and be alone with it. The world this renewal of the magical happens and the wonderment which you felt when you were a child such is the purpose of taking walks